Good morning and welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we're talking about how if you do not go within, you go without. So there's kind of a problem that I want to explore. That's kind of the theme of how I'm trying to go about things, I guess, focusing on an issue and then exploring that. So problems, we seek validation externally, we feel tempted to go with the ways of the world, which is ever fading, we lose touch with ourselves through this, and so we need to come back to ourselves, to our centers, and to go within. So that's kind of what I want to explore through this, and so this morning I was reading The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and he touched upon ongoing looking into the world for external validation, going to the world for external validation. And as soon as a problem comes up in our lives, you know, we have to call three friends, three of our friends to help us resolve it, to make sure they still love us, to reassure ourselves. And it had me thinking about this issue and what happens when we do not go within. We lose touch with ourselves and our souls. So with anything that comes up in our lives, when life happens, when it's storming, you can go to others to seek that reassurance, or you can go within. And in my experience, almost every time I go externally, I already know the answer internally. I just want to hear it from someone else. I'm seeking that external approval. Now, there are times when I do believe it is good to bring in the opinions of others, to have a second look at something. But I'm talking about the times when you know damn well what you need to do or what you should do. But you go to someone else to get reassurance. You go to the world. I'm vict- I am guilty of this. And I've struggled with this in my life. And I've struggled with this my whole life and still do at times because it's so tempting to go out and go with the world. And so that's why this is, is an issue that I wanted to touch upon. And it's not... It's not a problem if it happens every so often either, where you go to get reassurance from someone. It's when we make this a habit, because no matter what, each time you do this, you slowly strip yourself of your own independence, and you become more dependent on validation, permission, and reassurance from others. You're just clinging to the world. One cheeseburger isn't going to make you fat, but one cheeseburger a day... For a month, six months, a year, five years makes you fat. And this is the same issue. You slowly lose touch with who you are each time you go out there instead of going in here, in your heart. You become a child because you continue to go back to your childish ways. A child is fully dependent. They go to mommy and daddy for everything. That's what happens when we go externally for everything. We are children going back to mommy and daddy in grown-up bodies, we're, however, we're going out there to the world. And part of the pain of becoming a teenager and becoming your own individual, independent person is discovering that you are mommy and daddy. And I've experienced this firsthand in my life where I see this with my sister and my mom. She is slowly becoming more independent And there's times when she's asking, Mom, what should I do? What should I do here now? But then she has her own opinion on what she thinks she should do. She knows within, but she's being torn between following what she believes and realizing that she is mommy and daddy and going back to my mom for everything. And so there's that internal pain 
that's that pain of growing and separating yourself. And I think that's what happens a bit in part when teenagers do continue, when they grow older, you know, they go through that stage where they're maybe a bit sassier, a bit ruder, they have an attitude because they have to find something that helps them break themselves away. And it evokes that bit of that nastier side to help them break away from that dependency. So they, you have to realize you're capable of making your own decisions, being your own person, but this is hard because it's breaking away from that dependency. But the consequence of not doing this is never discovering yourself and it's forever going with the world. You're at the mercy of dependency. And almost every time you go out into the world for validation, if you just sat down with a pen and paper and wrote out what you were going through and or struggling with, you could piece it together on your own. You wouldn't have to go to your friends or to someone else to help you figure it out. Or you just ask yourself, what would I tell someone in my exact situation? Boom. The answer is there because when you go within, you discover that it's all inside of you already. So what happens when we continue to go within? That's money in the bank. That's $1 investment into ourselves, into our souls. That's building confidence and reassurance in who you are, in yourself. This is building a solid foundation. And we must also remember where God resides. He is within you, in your heart. The kingdom of God is in you. That's why this as well is so important. And over time, building a solid foundation, this confidence in yourself, discovering who you are, it's a journey. It does take time. But each time you choose to go within and follow through, that's an investment in yourself. You've become more independent. And this too is so important because the more independent you are, the more you can become a shoulder to lean on for others. You become that person that people turn to at your father's funeral because you're able to go within. You aren't so swayed by what's happening externally. You've built a solid foundation in God within that no storm is going to shake. And as you continue to go within, you discover yourself, your truths, your heart, who you are. And in becoming more authentically you, you give other people the permission to do the same thing, to be themselves, because you've grounded yourself. I like to think of a flower. Over time, a flower blooms and blossoms and it becomes something more beautiful and when you become something beautiful you give other pe people the same permission to bloom and blossom into who they are and if you found your center then you have something you can fall back on something you can go to in your life so when i talk about center i it's like finding your territory is what you can think about when i was in sixth grade i fell in love with basketball and almost every day until I graduated, I was working on basketball. I was working out, whether it be hitting the weights to help with that or dribbling in my garage or jumping rope, whatever. I was so focused on basketball. And so for almost six years, I found something I could always fall back on. It was my craft. It was what I was able to give myself and my energy to. It was my territory. It's what I knew best, despite what was happening in the world what was happening at school, with my family, in my head, with my friends, despite the external, I could always go back to this because it was my territory. It helped me keep, it helped keep me grounded and centered. And it became a habit of mine. 
And when things get shaky, you always will fall back to your habits, no matter what. So you're always going to go back to this territory because it's what you know best. Maybe the territory is seeking external validation from others because that's what you've always done. You continue to fall back on that. For an alcoholic, it's going back to the bottle because that's what he knows best. For the basketball player, it's going back to the gym to help him return to his center because that's what you know best. You're always going to fall back on these habits. And the thing is, they will either make or break you. It might seem little and insignificant like that cheeseburger, but over time, that adds up. Over time, you go externally, that adds up. That's what you're going to fall back on. Over time, you go within, you find familiar familiar territory within that is healthy. That's what you're going to fall back on. So we have to find that place, that territory that will always be there for us, that will never forsake nor fail us, that will never leave us high and dry. And I think it's good to have these healthy territories to return to, like the basketball player or, you know, like having the gym, right, or the weight room, or maybe it's painting for you, gardening, reading. But at some point, like, we're not going to be able to do these things. Our health, our bodies, they will fail us. So it's having that, but it's being able to turn back to God, the one who is eternal, the same today as he was yesterday and will be tomorrow. So, and what I would say as well is everyone who's falling back on something, who's clinging to something, you're in search of God. The alcoholic who continues to go back to the bottle, he's trying to find comfort in that, which is really his true search for God, because underlying everything is God. That's in everything. But there's healthier things we can turn to. When I go back to the basketball court to hit the gym, when things are happening externally, like that's how I get back in touch with my center. That's where I find God. So there's healthy things that we can turn to and get in touch with. It's essential that we have these in our lives. The problem with the world and why we can't go externally, though, is because we will lose touch with ourselves and with God. The world is always changing. That's why. The trends of yesterday are gone today, and the trends of today will change tomorrow. We all need a map, right? We need this territory We have to have a guide, a map in our lives. That's why the Bible is so important, because it's a guide that remains eternal through everything, despite what is happening. And if you don't have a guide, or if the map is always changing, right? If you base your map off the world, if it's always changing, it doesn't help you navigate your way through this maze of life. It's a useless map. And this is what happens when we base our maps off the world, validation from others, opinions from others, the rug will always be pulled out from underneath us. And you're going to be completely lost because you went out there because you're going to be completely lost because you continue to go externally, which always leaves you because the world is always fading away. Jordan Peterson said that the hardest thing, he's a clinical psychologist, and he said the worst thing that could happen to people was the rug being pulled out from underneath them. And especially when it was from other people, like in a marriage, you really trust someone, you trust them, you've built your map on this, and then all of a sudden, you find out that they cheated on you, and that's pulling the rug out from underneath you. It makes you question everything, everything ever. You question yourself. You It just completely destroys you, and so we cannot, we cannot base our maps off the world because it's always fading away. 
You just never know. You cannot trust it. It's not solid. It's not eternal. This is why we need God in our lives. Everything in this world will let you down. Your family will die. Your friends will die and or change. Your job could fire you tomorrow. Your health is going to fail you. Everything breaks down under its own accord. Your iPhone, as soon as that iPhone's made, it's also slowly fading away. As soon as your body comes into this world, as soon as you're born, you're also slowly fading away. Everything breaks down under its own accord eventually. There's just this natural resistance against Earth. It's the second law of thermodynamics. It's entropy. It's always against us. There's this natural force against us. And so again, I'm going to go back to what Paul urges us to do, to focus not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Because what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So as well as this, I want to tie in what happens when we try to impress, impress others, impress the world. We drift further away from ourselves, further away from God. And I want to share something that I've experienced. Every time I say a joke that makes people laugh, but it's maybe at the expense of someone else, or I did it just for the sole purpose of impressing people, I can literally feel within me that I violated myself, that I violated my soul. Even though I still said it, and I know I shouldn't have said it, I said it because I wanted to make people laugh, but I can feel that it was a lie. I violated God within me, which is actually mind-blowing because it just reveals that there is something divine, the Holy Spirit within all, which is why we must go within. Like there's things you know you should be doing in your life that you might not be doing or that you are doing that you should not be doing. And you can feel that you're lying to yourself. And yeah, you can override that system, that holiness, that divinity within you each and every day. But it is actually insane to think that there is something within you that feels. Your consciousness knows that it's being lied to. I can feel that I'm off-centered, that I've drifted away from the truth. And this is what happens when we go with this ever-changing world. And I, something I want to share as not only as people, as people, but as creators, as a creator myself as well, we must work to stay true to ourselves. And I believe everyone's a creator, a creator. Our truths, our heart. We have to stay true to our truths, our heart, right? The I'm a creator through creating, trying to put things together um, in podcast form. Maybe you're a creator in the form of the piano or a basketball player or a surgeon, whatever it may be, that it's like your craft, your creation in a sense. Like everyone has this creative element to them. But when you go with the world, you lose touch with yourself. You're nothing but a puppet. And the price you pay is selling your soul. And something as well that I began to realize while creating is I can focus on what's on and in my heart. I can share my truths, share what I give a damn about and focus on that. Despite the views, the likes, the comments, the followers, despite the external validation, or as a creator, I can hop on the trends. Try and go with what the world wants to see at the expense of what I truly care about because I'm seeking that external validation. I'm seeking the numbers, the likes. Trying to be somebody instead of doing something. And this is what happens. We see this all the time where people literally lose touch with themselves because they just they want that recognition from the world. It's so tempting as well. It is so tempting. However, when I stay true to focus on to focusing on what's growing inside of me, when I stay true to what's within, 
I can just focus on doing the work for the sake of the work because I love the work, not for the sake of what you think about it, not for the sake of approval from others, but doing it because it fills my soul because it's true to who I am. The world is bland. It's cookie cutter. It's one size fits all. It's mass production of the same puppets of people who lose touch with their souls. Every time we go to the world and do things to impress and conform to the world, we strip ourselves of our own uniqueness, our own divinity, our own God-given genius, the divine spark within us. We sell our souls. And it's funny, in uh, uh, Pinocchio, there's something called Pleasure Island where it's full of donkeys. And I'm going to kind of butcher it all, but it's full of donkeys. And the donkeys are they're jackasses. They sold their souls for pleasure. And so they go there and it's actually like a representation of hell. The people who sold their souls for the ways of the world. They're jackasses, right? We can't be jackasses. We have to stay true to who we are. It's so damn harsh, but it's true. And each human being has something so uniquely special that they have to offer this world. Like, we are all a part, we are all individuals, but we are all a part of one body. It's the same, just as my finger and my toes are, they're separate parts. They are part of this one body. It's, you're one piece of this big puzzle. And without you, we can't complete the puzzle. And you fit in somewhere, it's just following your soul. And when you begin to go within, you begin to stand with, you begin to stand out, which is hard. There's, uh, it's, Cool to stand out. I think there's something that's different and unique about it, but it's entering the forest at the darkest point on your own. It's not walking someone else's path. It's discovering your own path. And it's hard to be outside of the tribe. That's, in a sense, it's death, but being outside... So there's this balance here where you still are part of society, but you're outside the system, in a sense. But when you do that, when you stand out, you become colorful mysterious, unique. You're a light in the darkness. You're the salt that adds flavor, the leaven that makes the dough rise. And we must strive to go within because that's where the Holy Spirit resides. And when you allow yourself to become a vehicle for this Holy Spirit, you open yourself up to the limitless possibilities of God, to the adventure of your life. But this means taking up our cross, which is a heavy load, but the alternative is losing your soul which is even a heavier load to bear. And one is a meaningless load. One is always going to let us down. Taking up your cross, it's a burden. It's a load, but it's freeing. There's meaning in it and purpose. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me will find it. It's such a paradox. When you lose, when you give yourself to something bigger, it captures you. And it totally gets you. You lose yourself to that thing, but in turn, you find yourself. For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world yet loses his life? What will anyone give in exchange for his life, his soul? Matthew 16, 24, 26. Whatever it is that's living and breathing inside of you, that's your cross. Whatever your problem is, in a sense, that's your purpose. That thing that you feel called to, that 
seems, it's your passion, it's what fills you up, it's your divinity, your own genius, your own spark, that God-given thing that's within you. If you don't follow that thing, you lose touch with who you truly are. You're off-centered, and so we must work to go within, To and as we continue to do so, we give permission to other people to do the same, and we change the world by going within. It starts always with going within. So thank you guys for listening. If you do not go within, you go without. Keep living, loving, and laughing. Feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think. Sharpen that iron.